The 2021 basketball season is here again already. The teams around the league took the offseason to retool and revamp and are ready to hit the court. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is easy, so what are you waiting for? Get in on all of the action now. To celebrate the return of B-Ball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right, all you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week, and if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100 bill. While we are all excited for the return of basketball, let's not forget football's playoffs are right around the corner, so head to the App Store now and check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 years or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, welcome to That's Good Broncos, the podcast, the YouTube channel. I am here with Will Keys, of course, and from the newly minted Bolts Blitz on Twitter, John Na. Not only is John a real life Chargers fan, I've known John since 2009, back when we both lived in San Diego. And uh, he's going to give us some thoughts on the Broncos Chargers game coming up. Uh, Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their can't-miss offers. It's the only place they're going to tell you to take advantage of them, and you can do it safely. Uh, Will is playing injured today. He's got some fucking bites on his head that are, or we don't know. It's spreading all over his face. Uh, He's got to go to the doctor. Will has never missed a podcast. So he's really an Iron Man of uh, That's Good Broncos podcasting. I'm like Philip Rivers. Yeah. Philip Rivers playing with the torn ACL in a playoff game. Same thing. Turf toe. Turf toe. My first Nine question is, I don't really didn't even need an ACL. <laughs> yeah, what's Rivers? <laughs> As you might know. Okay, first question for you, John. Broncos yeah. Chargers this week, which uh, I totally forgot was even happening because I don't really care about the Broncos' last two games. Uh, I'm not sure you care about the Chargers' last two games. Uh, do you miss Philip Rivers? Ooh. I mean, if you this, I mean, two different. I mean, I would have given you a different answer in the beginning of the season, obviously. But now I don't, of course, miss Philip Rivers. I miss Philip Rivers now because I feel like we would have been in the playoffs. We would have been a better team for sure. But of course, um, he's doing that somewhere else. But uh, I mean, I'm excited for the future. You know, it uh, right. 
you got to move on. You got to accept. We, I accepted. I mourned. I grieved. <laughs> I got over it in the off season, and now I'm ready for the future. So, why do you say that you think the Chargers would be in the playoffs with Philip Rivers? Just because I feel like he was hiding a lot of the uh, time management uh, mishaps that were happening mm. earlier in this year, and uh, I feel like. Rivers, you know, he, a lot of people describe him as a, as a coach on the field. And I truly believe that. And he has, um, he, that he has the it that everyone talks about. That it is that intangible, that leadership, that, you know, that confidence to, to know what to do in those really intense kind of like uh, fleeting moments. And uh, with a rookie, you're just not gonna have that. No matter how good he is, no matter how poor he is, you're just gonna you're just gonna have growing pains. And uh, the way the style that the Chargers play is really close to the chest with all the teams. And so, in order to play that kind of style, you need to play perfect. And we just don't play perfect. We're not even close. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that's yeah. my thought. No, that makes sense. So he covers up a lot of uh, what you're you're insinuating is coaching flaws. Exactly. It was like a uh, lot of cloaking flaws. And I can't believe, and to me, it's like, uh, it's kind of mind, blog, mind boggling that like uh, head coaches can be so bad at clock management at this level. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're, you're just like, if you're like anyone right who now. plays Madden for like a couple, for a week, you autom you like kind of just kind of pick up on the time management thing there. But, you know, I don't know. It might yeah. be different when you're actually with a, with a headset on and on the field. It might be way, oh, I'm know, sure. way more chaotic. I'm sure the, the pressure is insane. But like Will was just alluding to, uh, you know, Vic Fangio has been in the NFL for 100 years. And he still had issues <laughs> with, you know, when to use some timeouts, how to manage the last few minutes of the half or the game or, or mm -hmm. whatever. So it's funny. It's also What's also funny is that uh, Anthony Lynn claims to have like a guy – to help them with that kind of stuff, you know, to help them with timeouts or to help them with like third and short situations, you know, and uh, that guy needs to be fired as well. Cause like, that's I don't his know, only job. That, yeah. If that, yeah, exactly. If that's his only job. Well, I think you just take the Patriots approach. Like if Belichick has a guy like that and that guy fucks up, they just, they just have that guy murdered. <laughs> that guy's, not fired, you are executed and never heard from again. So there's just like, there's no consequences for, for poor coaching in places that are, are struggling. Um, Chargers, five and nine. Broncos, five and nine. Uh, Chargers drafting at nine. Broncos drafting at 13. Do you want your team to win this week, John, or are you just kind of hoping for the better draft pick? I think Anthony Lynn comes back next year if he goes 3-0 uh, against the division for, to close out the season. So far, he's 1-0. He's got two more games left. Uh, I think he's like – I think he's a, he has a horrific record against his former team. It's like 2-7 and seven or something like this. And Drew Locke is like 2-0 against the Chargers. So <laughs> – um, although my heart wants us to win, I just don't think we can pull it out. Um, on, I just feel like Drew Locke just plays really well against the Chargers. Uh, he gets That's better. Not against a lot the of Chargers teams are saying that right now. Was that? <laughs> so not a lot of teams are saying that about Drew Locke. 
he is like he literally only plays well against us and i feel like it's because we don't blitz we just don't blitz and he just gets more comfortable throughout the game and by the time it's for the fourth quarter he's like he's kind of like figured out the defense and what we're trying to do and i think that kind of le led to the big comeback last time and is probably going to lead to the loss on sunday well that's a bold a bold prediction um you and plus melvin gordon had a horrible game last game i think he'll come he'll come out to play yeah, gordon's been good uh yeah outside he, of the some of the fumbles in the first like half of the season he's been arguably one of the best offensive players for the broncos other than maybe garrett bowles who just got snubbed from the the pro bowl um who which chargers are are there any chargers going to the pro bowl there's um bosa and allen uh Okay, so one deserved Pro Bowl. What's that? <laughs> I said one deserved Pro Bowl out of those two. Ooh, which one, Will? I'll leave that for you to decide. No, I mean, it's uh, we <laughs> we haven't always been the biggest uh, we hate Keenan, Keenan Allen podcast. That's just because we think Mike Williams deserves uh, more of the credit around there. Well, how do you feel about that, John? Um. Mike Williams, there's no substitute to uh, like a jump ball specialist, in my opinion. And I've always loved like big receivers that can just go up and get it. Um, it's just, he's just always hurt. That's the only problem with Mike Williams. He's, he always gets hurt. But I mean, I definitely love his, you know, his, the physical tools he brings to the table for sure. But I mean, I, I feel like, why does Allen get so much hate? That's another question. I've always wondered that. Like, why does, why do people not respect Allen? Is it because he's not, because he it's, thinks he's the, the best and he's not. <laughs> yeah. Because he has swagger and he's Because he talks shit to the Broncos. That's why. That's why we hate him. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was mostly like the Chris Harris thing for years. Yeah. Like, he's a great receiver. We just think he's a little bit overrated. He's a mm. little bit cocky. He that, did, like, kind that of, That yeah. beard comes to a point. It makes him look <laughs> evil. He looks like fucking yep. Jafar sometimes from Aladdin, yeah. which is just bad vibes. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. He did have his like best his best games against the Broncos as well. So I could see why you guys would hit on him. Yeah, he usually but plays his worst games against Denver. So like our perspective of his talent is probably skewed a bit. <laughs> That's true. He did yeah. early like early on, he I think when he's a rookie, he was really good against the Broncos. And then he would talk a lot of shit to Chris Harris, and then Chris Harris would usually do a pretty good job against him. I don't know. It's like the thing where he told all of his like fantasy owners to to start him against the Raiders last week, and what do you have like one catch? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to think about that. Is that like him just trolling, or did he really think he was gonna do well? Who knows? Probably. I definitely thought he was you gonna think do so? well because he was yeah. banged yeah. up, just, right? I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he was gonna play that much on Sunday or if you if he does he won't play that well at all because he looks so slow he just doesn't look the same yeah, plus we have uh younger receivers that are playing really well right now Guyton. Like just, yeah Guyton and Tyron Johnson T Billy yeah just put him in just put him in let him spin you know <laughs> see what you got I'm sure I the Broncos are doing the same thing yeah, we're, we've been playing our fucking young guys all season long like yeah not by choice though <laughs> The injuries have been insane. Like, this has been one of the dumbest years for just in general for years. Mm -hmm. But for Broncos football, it feels like what I'm, I imagine 
uh, being a Chargers fan has felt like every year. for the last 10 years where you've got all this talent and then half your, your roster is on IR by the end of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. But the Broncos, half of the roster was on IR after like week three. And we're like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yes. God. Like when did Miller – like Von Miller went out before the season even started, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brandon found that out in the middle of a podcast that he was doing. Um, some <laughs> Titans fans. They broke, the yeah. they broke the news to me. They're like, like all smiling at you. I was like, uh, you guys are just messing with me. Luckily, it was just a phone interview podcast. Yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, shit. And then I felt yeah. like I was just dumb for the rest of the podcast because all I could think about is – this is not well, how, how would we handle that say like if we're we're interviewing john before week one and the broncos are playing the chargers and not knocking on wood here i have a wooden desk but if we're like oh you know we found out brandon and i both found out justin herbert was injured and gone for the season would would it be better to just keep doing the podcast and then let john find out afterwards or to tell him in the middle of it well, John's a unique case because I would uh, I would rub it in his face right away, um, <laughs> just because I know John so well. Uh, if yeah. it were like a guest that I uh, was intimidated by or really wanted to, you know, have back and wasn't scared of offending, then I might just try to avoid it or you know break the news gently. But John, <laughs> I'm going straight for the heart. Full bore, no mercy. Yeah. And I would do the same as well. I would do the same. I would not hold back. <laughs> it's funny because fair enough. To me, as people, you guys are you're very different, but you're similar to me in my life. So, Will is a huge like film buff, TV guy. Like that's our other thing we have in common. But we connected through football, working together. John and I connected through trying to work in TV and film. Like we were both doing video. We wanted to get to LA and then found out we had football in common, which is kind of rare amongst people who are super into film and all that other shit. So John was like the guy I could always just talk to about football. Whereas like other people like, I don't, I don't don't watch. And then, you know, company gets bigger, but, uh, and like John and I became really good friends and even though Will and I aren't in the same city and can never hang out, I feel like if we were, we would we would be good friends where he would come over for dinner or we'd get drunk together. Mm-hmm. What was that bar we'd go to, John, sometimes in San Diego? In uh, the Korean bar? Oh, no, yeah, and John... John got me on his uh, his flag football team in San Diego. Oh, that's right, yeah. I was Dude, the that, was so much fun. that was so much fun. Yeah. We scored, I think we scored... Uh, one touchdown. We scored we one touchdown, one. and I scored it. <laughs> <laughs> we played a we played a tur- uh, like a one day tournament with like eight teams, and we only scored one touchdown, and it was great. And I think it was like a little stump off pass, and we just took it to that. Yeah, the guy was who, flag. Um, who's Brandon's like player comp? Who'd you compare him to? In the oh, NFL right, now? right now. Oh, that's a great. Uh, I always well, I always thought Brandon was similar to Flutie. <laughs> like not a player that's currently playing right now but when we were like yeah. people don't know brandon has an arm and he can run he's he's pretty quick and so he has that like kind of flutie-esque kind of like uh roll out roll to his right kind of uh-huh. chuck it deep but um 
who would be someone right now though? Maybe like Kyler Murray. Ooh, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Calamari, give me that one. Uh, who else? Darren Sproles. Well, so we're just picking just like short a way, scat right back. Now. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to find. I'm just thinking of like the shortest, just short guys. That's, your your club is just the tiniest players, which is fine. <laughs> your, to give Brandon a little credit, he is taller than Darren Sproles. Maybe. I'll, I can give you John's player comp. Who would be? Yeah, who would that be? Demarcus Ware. Oh, nice. And it's just because Demarcus Ware has big, beautiful calves, and John Nas got those <laughs> thick, strong calves. And John can, John can out bear crawl anyone. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. I have good bear crawl skills. Yeah, you can bear crawl for like 100 yards without getting tired. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it would help me. That would help me in like a zombie apocalypse situation. <laughs> yeah. You know what else? Yeah. You know what would not help in a zombie apocalypse? I have an idea. It's DraftKings Sportsbook, America's <laughs> top-rated sportsbook app. The 2021 basketball season is here. The teams around the league took the offseason to retool and revamp and are ready to hit the court. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. Trying DraftKings Sportsbook is easy. So what are you waiting for? Get in on all of the action now. To celebrate the return of B-Ball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week that's right all you got to do is bet one dollar on any featured matchup this week and if your team wins you cash a crisp one hundred dollars while we are all excited for the return of basketball well i know will is let's not forget football and the playoffs are around the corner so head to the app store now to check out DraftKings daily odds boosts Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21. This is for Colorado only. Suck it, John. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. What do you think of my ad read skills? Uh, it's uh, radio, radio perfect. Damn right. Radio dude. ready. Radio ready. Um, I do, I do wish though that I could sports bet for sure in California. It would oh, be you guys awesome. Can't? We can't. We can't. We cannot. I think there's only. It's like Colorado, New Jersey, and then some other like East Coast oh. states. Yeah, but it's you, like there's only like. 10. You play FanDuel, I know, because anytime you're mm-hmm. about to win $10, do you tell me you've got the perfect lineup and you're about <laughs> to hit that big $10 jackpot. <laughs> uh, excuse me, $100? <laughs> Come, on. Come on. You just got to hop, hop in your car and, well, for me at least, hop in the car and drive two hours uh, to the border. Oh, there place you go. That in Reno. Where do you yeah. live, Will? I live in Sacramento. Oh, so you, go to, oh, you just go to Tahoe? Yeah, you can go to Tahoe to, to gamble or like there's a William Hill sports book literally like uh, a couple minutes past the California Nevada wow. border for, you know, degenerates to stop by is, without yeah. even having to get into Reno. Is California going to change that? I feel like it's changing for everyone, for the whole US. Because before it was incredibly frowned upon, but now it's like 
you see yeah. commercials for it, you're like, yeah, oh, shit. well, it, I guess people don't care anymore. Should I mean, there's a bunch of tax money that comes in, so um, yeah, and it, it's I feel like it's just better for economics for everyone economically, for the sport, for the fans. Yeah, no, it's it's pumping a lot of money into the game into Colorado and like it'll be curious like I'll be curious to see what you know Las Vegas looks like with the Raiders there and all the sports betting when people can actually go to those games and yeah like that's I mean that's something I'm looking forward to doing once we can leave our the only athlete pro athlete I've ever seen in Vegas was Beast Miller was Marshawn Lynch it was like before he really? was even a Seahawk, yeah. He oh, was like, he was still a Bill. And he was like, we were, I think I was wandering around the lobby of the Cosmo. And he was like, just like walking by himself with, a, with like a black and mild. I was like, oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> And he looked like, he looked like a, from far away, his like, he looked like a Ninja Turtle, right? His body size was so wide. <laughs> I was like, what it like from far away, you're like, what is that? Like, that can't be a person. It's like there's no no way someone is like that wide. Like, and then imagine to trying to trying to tackle that person. I know, and like Full the speed of you. Good lord. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if I can even get my arms He's like around his leg. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> He's a big boy. Yeah, it reminds me of. I think it was seventh grade. I was at a new school in in Goddard. Kansas, America. I had just, it was Monday, uh, or no, Friday, because I think we played our games on Thursday nights. And one of the cute girls in class was like, hey, are you number 25, whatever number I was, uh, from the game last night? And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, getting noticed by a girl because I played football good. And she was like, so you were the guy who got dragged on the ground by that big dude for like 10 yards? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, that was me. Because I tackled this guy and all I could grab was his foot. And he just kept like dragging me. Like, That's as so funny. Forward. And our team sucked. So it took forever before anybody else got there to finish off the tackle. And I was like, oh, shit. That's, that's what I got recognized for. Then, that's how that's probably how like um uh what's his name that one safety that vance mcdonald like stiff-armed into the ground oh fuck. his name but he like stiff-armed him so hard he retired and now that's <laughs> pretty much what people know him for yeah obviously i can't remember him uh well enough to know his name but it'll come to me it sucks because we've written like 10 jokes about that guy and now we can't even remember yeah. his name <laughs> poor guy all right chargers john Biggest need this offseason? Biggest need? Um, offensive line. Easily. Offensive line, corner, and then uh, edge rusher. I, th I think offensive line, edge rusher, then corner. But so uh, we need definitely need – Herbert's been sacked a lot. He gets sacked a lot. He takes, like, at least one or two sacks a game. And if not – if and – on top of that, he gets pressured a lot. So we just need we need to change it up. We need to make it. We need to improve the line for sure. And that's the one thing that Telesco hasn't done since he's been the GM for the Chargers. He drafted like uh, he drafted Fluker in the first round like a couple uh, years back. But since then, we haven't done anything. 
And Forrest Lamb, Just a couple right? second-rounders, third-rounders. Forrest Lamb, yeah, he was a second-round pick. But he's just been hurt. Yeah. He just has a good name, man. He just has a good name. Yeah. Did you see his, his lamp endorsement deal? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of the wicker, the wicker look, but uh, I'm glad he has a deal. I'm glad he has a deal. Yeah. I'm glad he he's hustling. It. It's, <laughs> it's a great fit. <laughs> so you, you need somebody opposite Joey Bosa, is what you're saying. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean, all, everyone wants like that Ogden, that left stalwarts left tackle that will be there for 20 years but yeah that's what we basically need someone that will play with herbert as long as he plays is bosa injured is he playing this week like i would be i would be super surprised if he played the rest of the season because if he really did get a concussion that would be his second in like two weeks and so yeah he'll be shut down you you want uh you want a good tackle and justin herbert's tackle from college Pene Sewell is the first tackle projected to go I I don't know if you guys are gonna be low enough to draft him would you how do you feel about like trading up for a, a tackle like he would probably go number two right to the Bengals that's what's been projected maybe yeah I mean it depends at this point um so, who knows with you know we'll say top five for sure yeah. yeah, Bengals have what? It's Jags, Jets, Bengals, Panthers, Falcons. The Bengals right would be wise. <laughs> They'd be wise to do that, but who knows? Yeah. That's why they Bengals too. Or Joe Burrow. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I would honestly be surprised if we traded up. Uh, just because we just don't do that. Like, we did it last – like, the only time we've ever done it was last year for Kenneth Murray. And, like, even that looks kind of like uh, – even like I don't know if people are second guessing that now, but it does. It's not panning out the way people have wanted to or hoped for. But I mean, of course we need. Of course, if we could get Sewell, that would be the dream. But I feel like it would just cost too much. No, I feel like you would have to give up your first, second, <clears throat> not yeah, first next year. Moving up in those top ten picks is really expensive. So you've got to be, you've got to be sold on who you're taking there. It feels like to me. It seems like. The Falcons, when they traded up for Julio Jones, they gave up a lot, but that one seems like it was worth it. Um, you think about like RG3, what the, the potatoes gave up to get him wasn't mm-hmm. really worth it. Um, Trubisky. Trubisky, even just <laughs> one, one, one spot pick. there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, wait, who was a big trade up last year? Um, I don't think there was one. Really? Yeah, maybe like maybe the Chargers were the only one, like the later, the latter. Yeah, half of the- I remember it going just like shockingly according to plan. Yeah, that was yeah, the whole so like virtual draft type thing. I think played a little bit into that. True, yeah. true. That could and that definitely helped the Chargers with Herbert. You know, just kind of like true. don't panic, kind of trust. Yeah, you know, trust the process, trust your scouts. Hopefully, you have a good what, system in place where you. What was your gut feeling when they took him my well my gut feeling i will i didn't i wasn't i was in sight <laughs> like i was probably like not too excited just that's, because i think that's, that's fair that's fair yeah, i, I watched him in oregon and uh he definitely had a lot of flaws that just it feel like they went away mm-hmm. in the nfl i don't know if that's coaching or or playing with 
better players because he really didn't have a ton of talent on offense at Oregon, yeah. at least with his receivers. So maybe that's it. But um, it really does feel like he got a lot better in the NFL. Yeah. He, like, kind of came out of nowhere. It's like yeah. maybe that's what it was. He, he is playing with better players and that he, you know, he was kind of, like, not held back, but he was, in, you know, used to his full potential in college. And now that he's in the NFL, just, like, the way he throws the ball is, like, really pretty. Right? Like, he stands tall. And then when he throws it, like, 40 yards, it's effortless. And so yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw, like, that for his first deep ball, you knew he was going to be okay. You're like, oh, if he can, if he can throw 40 yards, he can be – Hopefully he can make the short yard passes. Yeah, I mean, even in hard knocks, it looked like he had a great arm. And obviously hard knocks is going to pick and choose what they show you of Justin Herbert. But, like, Will and I were talking about that when we were watching hard knocks back in August. It's like, he looks like he can throw, but even then it didn't look like he was ready to grasp an NFL offense. He looked – timid and quiet like your prototypical rookie who just needs to sit behind the the pro for a year to feel comfortable like around the other guys before he's going to play well and then luckily your team doctors are so incompetent they tried to murder Tyrod Taylor and you're forced to start him and he's fucking good uh which even as good as he's been you guys still lose which sucks for you because he's played really well but what is his like biggest flaw what like what do you want to see him do better next year to help carry the chargers to maybe get some of those close wins because some of that's got to fall on him will would like you to believe Mm -hmm. that all of it falls on him but uh (laughs) not true (laughs) i think um herbert's biggest flaw is that he at times when he's under pressure he looks for receivers he doesn't he doesn't go through his reads. He'll like look for targets, right? He'll like, he'll key on out. He'll, um, you know, target Allen before the snap kind of deal, right? Gotcha. So he just needs to develop the, the progression. He needs to read the defense a little bit better. And he has been improving on that. His worst games were against uh, Miami and New England. But I mean, that was to be expected, right? Like, uh, who, so funny like what rookie quarterback doesn't, you know, plays well against new england really right and i mean everyone knows that and everyone knows that the whole world knows it and yet it happens it's like that's like the most frustrating part about you know a new any fan you know watching their team play against new england is because you know exactly how the game is going to play out before during and after and like you can't do shit about it right and you're just just yelling at tv right and it happened it's been happening for the last 20 years right like i don't know this is awful. It's awful. Except for, what was it last week? Was it Tua yeah, that beat against him? The, against Tua. Yeah, yeah Tua. Yeah. It's true. And now the. It's true. Do you think. Um, I really thought Cam would play better with New England. I was, I'm right. actually kind of surprised he played so bad. I don't know. I feel like they would, he would have just, I don't know, just been way more motivated to just play. Just be laser focused, but yeah. Well, I think he was he was playing well early in the season. Yeah, and the COVID really fucked him up. It, yeah, he really hasn't played the same since then. Since that Broncos game, mm-hmm. he was just off and he misses too many passes. And yeah. I think um, I don't think the offense. I know they kind of try to gear the offense to him, but 
he's just not a timing passer at all. That no. and he's probably playing with the worst wide receivers and tight ends in the yeah. league. Or close to it at least. And they've been without their best receiver in Julian Edelman and he's not he wouldn't be considered the best receiver like on most teams now. He's not the same as he was a couple right. of years ago and they've been without him. So it's uh, it's like one of those situations where everything kind of has went wrong for that offense to succeed and it looks even mm-hmm. it looks even shittier because Tom Brady left at the perfect time, went to a, a better team, and even his inconsistent play kind of gets made up for uh, by that defense. And he'll play like shit one game, and then he'll have like 380 yards the next game. <laughs> Do you, the funny thing is that uh, even though you say that, I feel like if New England gets a, a halfway decent quarterback, they're, they're right back in it even with all their skill position players being the same. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, get, yeah. Uh, Where do they, they get that Andy Dalton, I feel like they would have four more wins. You know what I mean? No, that, that could happen. And plus they have, what, nine guys opt out of this season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like five yeah, or six of them kind of key, key players. So they've, they've been handicapped the whole time, um, which is fine. Like, I'm glad to see the Bills win that division. I'm glad to see the Patriots not make the playoffs. Uh, who's who's your uh, give us your pick picks for the Super Bowl? Who do you think's going to the big show? It doesn't oh. even. Who do you want to get there? Who do you think's gonna get there? Who do I want to get there? Who do I want? Oh, I didn't even think about who I want to be there. I know who I think is gonna be there is KC and New New Orleans. Is who I think. Interesting. Who I want to be there. Ooh. I don't know. Like you guys go first. <laughs> I, I'll just take exception to. I don't think New Orleans is going to make it because oh. I don't think. I think it's a good pick. It's just that watching Drew Brees play last week, I, I just don't. I don't see him winning. He'd have to win three playoff games at this point mm. to get to the Super Bowl, and I don't think he like a. I don't think he's going to stay healthy. And then do you expect them to, to like, beat Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau with Taysom Hill? I don't know if I do. That's, that's, a, that's, that's my – I, I agree that with Kansas City. And then, yeah, NFC I think is a little more open at this point, Dude. although I would put my money on, uh, on Green Bay. Yeah. The, the NFC is so wide open because you saw Green Bay – like, they played like crap the second half of that last game. So, yeah. they are vulnerable to, like, better defenses. That's the only reason I picked New Orleans is because their defense is 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 up there. But, um, yeah, like, I didn't think about – it's Like, it's I weird. always kind of assumed that Drew Brees would play better. Like, he played like shit, but then right. I kind of figured, oh, yeah, he'll, he's a gamer. Like, he'll always – he'll come – he'll improve. But maybe there, there probably is a possibility that he's just too old and that might not happen as well. Well, so, maybe his ribs will be less broken and his lungs will be less <laughs> punctured by the time the postseason did, starts. Did he force his way in? That's maybe. what I was hearing. Like that he wanted to, he wanted probably. to play, and he kind of came. Maybe he came back too fast. But um, he was bad the first half of that game. Yeah, uh, he, he was, was horrible, better horrible. when 
New Orleans like needed the the drives late, but the NFC, there's not like one team that you go, oh yeah, that's a complete team. Because even the Packers, um, they, have a, they don't close games. Then they the the Bengals have now beat more teams with winning records than the Packers. So like, <laughs> if you're worried about the Packers' strength of schedule, you know that's a thing. But in the NFC playoffs, that might not matter. I mean. The Rams are flawed. The Bucks are flawed. <laughs> Washington oh, is your yeah. NFC East team. The Seahawks should be the best team, but their defense is atrocious. Uh, then you've got, like, you could see that seventh seed, like the Cardinals, if their defense keeps playing the way it, it has been, where it's sacking guys eight times in a game and it's opportunistic and – they've got the potential in offense to hang with anyone, but they haven't been consistent. Like, I don't like anybody from the NFC. The Cardinals, they can't play situational football because of Murray's inaccuracy, right? Like, he, they, like when they need a third and short, like, they, they either have to run it with Murray or they try to pass it with him and he just misses. Like, he, because of his, in, his inability to throw it accurately, I feel like they're just not going to go Consistently, yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's kind of like the opposite of Tua, where Tua is kind of like he's way more of an accurate passer, but just can't do much else. Not as dynamic yet. Mm-hmm. And then the AFC, yeah, the Chiefs are the favorites, but like I like the Bills and the Titans to hang with anybody they play. And then maybe it's like the Colts have a, a pretty good team. Uh, they have got, they've got the defense. If Rivers plays smart at the right time, maybe like just, there's so many better teams I feel that are a little more complete than the NFC. Yeah, the Browns I don't trust. Even though if if they can run for 180 yards every week, they can do what the Titans did last year. But I'll say I'm gonna say what I want is a Bills Washington Super Bowl. That way the Ooh. Bills almost guaranteed to win. <laughs> Ooh. But it, but then if the Bills lose to the Washington football team in the Dude. Super Bowl, that is <laughs> that is a giant stain on an already. Yeah. Well, then you have then you have uh, Alex Smith holding holding the uh, Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year with one That's leg, right. which would be awesome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he he replaces his right leg with the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hook. I think that should be the rule if he if he wins. He should be able to do that. People should not sleep on Alex Smith. Like, you know, when he was an, at KC, like they were like all they did was win games, like frustratingly, right? Like they would always yeah. possess the ball. Yeah. They would always be up two possessions. They would never give up the ball. Like he's a good like game manager. And if he can like if he can get the team organized, like they can make a run for sure. I don't think people remember that the last full season he played, 2017, he was he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, dude, they yeah, killed the Patriots that year, right? With Kareem Hunt. Yeah. His rookie year. And then he's legit. He can ball. He can ball. And he's like this, he's a savvy, savvy veteran now. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. has like he's like uh he is what they thought he was when he was the number one pick now. Just the thing, like fifteen years later. Or how yeah. <laughs> the thing I think he's missing now though is his his sneaky speed like he's that was always you would always forget Alex Smith could run and it would be you know third and eight and he picks up 14 yards You're like god damn it 
But now, like, after that leg, like, he can still move, but I don't think that's part of his – I don't think he has that tool anymore, which – Yeah. Uh, so. He was really fast. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, John, we'll wrap this up. Give me your pick for Broncos Chargers. I think it's a, it's a one-point game. I think the – I, I feel like – I love how non how all of us are not confident in our <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah, we're all picking our teams. Okay. The reason why I'm okay, the reason why I'm confident is because Eckler's playing now, yeah. and he wasn't playing. That's made he a big play difference. The, first time. the reason why I'm not confident is because Bosa is not playing, and uh, he's like he is our defense. And so I say, McManus kicks a game winner to put him up by one with like two seconds left on the clock 27 to 26 perfect will i'm gonna take a 10 point chargers victory wow yeah yeah well here's the thing john <laughs> broncos are out almost all of their corners so uh i, I heard justin yes i've heard justin herbert's gonna have a big passing day denver's coming off just a really bad loss to the bills Will and I picked that game to be close. We were wrong. So I think the Chargers win. But I like it being close. I'm going to say 19-16. Because the Broncos are really good at losing games and when they score exactly 16 points. The, you the forgot the Broncos of the movie. Best the Broncos' best corner is Anthony Lynn. Oh. Because he he'll, he'll, really, he'll be like the one to handcuff Herbert the most. The Broncos' best corner plays for the Chargers, and his name is Chris Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do think he'll get a pick. If there was a prop bet, I would, like if the over-under is oh, 0.5, I would pick the over. That's probably fair, because he didn't play in the first game. Yeah. No, yeah. And he's like, he always, like, he's like the type of player to, like, you know, play well against old foes. Definitely. Old friends, or, you know, like, he's like the hyped up type of player. So I'm excited. I think he'll play well. Even with like a half a foot. <laughs> well, John, he is at Bolts Blitz on Twitter. Make sure you follow there and everybody enjoy your holidays, your Christmases, your Hanukkahs. Those are the only two I know. If you've got Festivus going, just do it up. John, thank you for joining us. It's nice to see your face. It's been a while. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Uh, yeah, I'll see you uh, later. <laughs> good night and good luck. Thanks, John. Please. <laughs> the 2021 basketball season is here again already. The teams around the league took the offseason to retool and revamp and are ready to hit the court. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has rolled out another one of their can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is easy so what are you waiting for? Get in on all of the action now. To celebrate the return of B-Ball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week. And if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100 bill. While we are all excited for the return of basketball, let's not forget football's playoffs are right around the corner, so head to the App Store now and check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. 
DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 years or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.